Sound Plus Vision Radio. So this is Sound Plus Vision Radio episode 16, part 2. Got the homie Gems back out here. It's just get used to this. Basically just whatever we want to talk about, whenever we link up, we'll just do an episode. And um, we got a few topics to discuss today. If you, like, you follow like, or not you, but people follow me and Gems on Twitter. So like whoever's listening might know us from Twitter. Like the, the amount of information we drop on Twitter... Son, I don't really know anyone like out there like us that really be dropping like the type of gems we be dropping. It's a handful, I'll say. The last episode, I just started rambling, so I didn't really get to like. You really got into your, yeah, you got into your bag. <laughs> I was, was in my, I was in my Duffy. Yeah, you. I, I, you know how Philly is saying. Because you didn't do episode what in like a, f- a few months? It was a, I don't a few. The last episode I did, I think I did one. I don't even know, bro. I don't even pay attention no more. But I, I be itching to just talk my shit. You know what I'm saying? You talk your shit. But um, we kind of mentioned that you were a buyer and a consultant. Yeah. And so you um, people know that you've been to the Marjola headquarters before. Once, but that shit is life changing. How was it? Like, what what's the reason you went to the Marjola headquarters for? Honestly, that day that I was there, I I didn't have no business being there to be honest, because. The show was the day, it was the day before, so when I was there, they were doing product shots, no matter if it, it might have been the day before. It was for a Galliano show. It was Galliano was doing it, but I think it was the day before, matter of fact, because they were doing product shots, maybe that was for the show to have, like this the product shots to have it, yeah, 2017, early this year, and um... I was there, I know a girl named Isabel that works there, mm-hmm. and a girl named Yudin. I don't know if they work there now. I think one of them went to, um, what's it, his other brand? Uh, Kitsun, what is that? Mason Kitsun or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think yeah. they work there now, um, the Isabel girl. But uh, I was I was supposed to just, because my boss hit me up like, yo, if you want to go, just go. And I said I knew some people there, so I linked up with Isabel and... We went upstairs and I got to see like boxes of Marjola and the racks of the new collection. So I'm trying to remember the day because I posted it on my story. So I'm trying to remember it was the day after or before, but it was just I got to see like fittings and stuff. And like I said, they was doing product shots, and I didn't really get to go like look at everything I wanted to like archive shit. Yeah, I didn't get to see no archive like anything. So just just to be there, it felt. It felt good, you know? Like, I'm... the fuck I'm like you're meant to be there, yeah. Yeah, I felt like... It, it's one of those things like, yo, I want to work here, but I don't. Well, Yo, where is Galliano out of the paint be? I don't know. Like, he's he's hit or miss type of guy. Like, he's, he's so talented. Like, he... The stuff that he could design is endless, but that last shit he did was like, what the fuck was that, bro? Son, the selfie sticks on the That feet. selfie stick? That's not... That's not... That's not the Maison, bro. That's not what the fuck. That's not what Martin does. He's trying too hard to be different, bro. See, this is the thing, though. He talked... I think he, he had a discussion with Martin. Yeah, he did. And Martin was basically like... Do what you want. Yeah. He said, he said, take what you want from the DNA, but do what you want. Don't feel pressured to, like, be this way, like... I have it here. Yeah, yeah, was a whole interview. They said they sat down for, like, tea or something like that and had a whole conversation for a couple hours. So, like, they literally met up... <laughs> they didn't have to do that. Yeah. You no, know, Marjana knows who he was. I know, but 
obviously, come on, they've been doing shows together, not together, but they've been in the, the fashion industry time, yeah. since the eighties. No, Galliano was before him, though. Galliano had fashion shows before. When did Galliano start? I, I need mean, to fact check, but no, eighties, but before Galliano did it, yeah. Because my brother was eighty-eight. He's before that, like maybe eighty-six, I think. Okay, I never liked Galliano, so I never like, got too deep into it. It's he has his own market. He was come on, him at uh, Dior was huge. The shows he done is fucking crazy for Dior. The thing about him, bro, is like when that whole racist shit happened at Dior, and like the he got punished for that. with the Jewish shit. Yeah, like when he was trying to like, but he, he I'm not gonna repeat everything. But he was basically talking about like, yeah, I wouldn't repeat nothing <laughs> he said. I don't condone none of none of that that he said. Yeah, basically, well, but I'll speak about his problem. Basically, like, he was, like, a blackout drinker. Yeah. And... Yeah, but it's a cry for help, though. Like, why are you the top designer at the moment and you're drinking alone in the street? The design industry, they... It's like they sucked the soul out of you, bro. Like, I... Nobody could excuse the racist shit that he said, though. That's why yeah, he was, nah. like... They, he kind of was out the industry for a few years. He's lucky to even I'm a have a second chance. Yeah, he's lucky he even got a second chance because, like, I never forgave him. Especially with such a brand that you wouldn't expect him to go to. Fucking Mario Mar- Margiela. Yo, come clean. But he took the name out. Fucking, that's fucked up. <laughs> um, I have a couple people in mind who I wish would have went to Margiela. My number one was Glenn Martins from Art Project. Mm. You said you're a fan, right? Big fan. Yeah, Glenn Martins. That would have been interesting, though. Or Kiko. But... I feel like Glenn Myers is not in a position to do that. He's trying to build his own brand. Name, yeah. But yeah. a lot of stuff is very Martin Marshall. Yeah, it's kind of. Like, a lot of, like, the aesthetic of his brand. Mm-hmm. I see it. Like, he did, like, the double jeans. Like, all this, like, crazy, like, stacking and stuff. Yeah. And I see it. I see it. He reminds me of, like, a young Marshall. Like, I just have to see where he is in, like, 10 years from now. Honestly, I just want to see where he's at next season. <laughs> like, yeah. these designers these days... Uh, <laughs> It's like they're impressive one season, the next season's like, what happened to you? Bro, it's hard. It's, it's like really... You have to main, that's the main to thing. Maintain. You got to maintain. Yeah. And you got to bring these ideas that are not... F- they don't come from fashion. They come from outside sources, yeah. Outside sources. So it's like, what is the next topic that you want to go with with your next show? You need, the best designers have something to say. And if you're like nothing to say, you're gonna have nothing to say. Yeah. Like you're just gonna get into the system. You're gonna be washed out really soon. They'll eat you alive, basically. But yeah, no, nah, I really like Glenn Martin because I was reading a lot. And I, if, I, if I remember correctly, he went to Royal Academy. If I remember correctly, I I I, I used to know about that. Yeah, nah, I forget. I, off top right now, I can't remember. But I'd be reading so much. Let me look it up real quick. But I'm pretty so sure uh, Glenn went there because I remember reading. And I remember, like, as soon as I found out about him, I'm like, yeah, he's super Margiela. Just, like, when I seen, like, his aesthetic. Margiela-esque, yes. Yeah. Is there. So I was like, man, if anyone, like, Glenn Martin's is, like, the guy, man. Like, shh. He's talented. He was doing something before White Project. Yeah, I'm about to look um, at I don't know why I can't get it off top right now. Yeah, he, he's from Belgium. Okay, yeah, that's the main thing. Um... He was offered a world tour for JPG, and then he started his brand in 2012. Okay. So, yeah, and he went to Royal Academy. All he did was have a few sketches. Wow. So, yeah, like, and, and, and he graduated first of his class. No, because they were trying to plant him at Diesel. Yeah, I did hear that. I don't know if he took the job. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that, like, 
Glenn Martin's is like Rick Owens inspired. I don't really see that. I don't see it. I say it's more Margiela. Yeah. Like it's more minimal. Son. And he's Belgium. Like they're not gonna do no Rick Owens aesthetic he, type. Designs. He he won the award in 2017, the Andam for like almost 300,000 wow and That's he got mentored with the CEO and president of YSL mm. so yeah man like he's pretty like booming bro cause from what I believe I remember looking at it mm-hmm. I don't think he started Y Project bro I don't think that was his brand like, I don't think so neither he's I a creative he, director yeah he cause I remember reading about like I mean you got to the brand because I think it was already a brand before he yeah so he he basically transformed the brand so like we're talking about it now because of him we're not talking about it because we knew about it before let me look up but yeah like no, but he, ne- he never take that diesel job diesel yeah, red, red yeah. tag or some shit like that some bullshit but fuck diesel <laughs> you really don't like the OTB group son Andre Russo nah B we'll I get there no <laughs> no yeah come on um, yeah, we we'll get there. Not a family. I respect them. Like you know, like you gotta respect people. Can't sit here and really. Put He's OG, that's all. Nah, be. I know we have our reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. There's a funny quote that I pulled up from Glenn Martin's, and he's like, "I haven't, I had no idea who Margiela was. I barely knew who McQueen was." Crazy. That's when he went to like Royal Academy. That's that's how it is with a lot of people. Like Demna, when he went to the Royal Academy, he didn't know much about the fashion designers. He didn't know who Marjola was neither when he first went there. That's, that's crazy. That's he didn't know. Like he didn't know. The, he didn't know the Antwerp Six. He didn't have any idea. He just figured uh, this is cheap. It's five hundred. Five hundred like, euro. Like two thousand two, two thousand three is when he studied, right? I think so. When Demna? he first when he first started uh, going to the Royal Academy. Wait, what was the the What's the word? Not salary, but uh, the tuition. What was the tuition? Back year? in like 2002, 500 euro. So what is it, like $700? Something like that. Seven, eight hundred dollars USD. Like yeah. under, a little under a grand. Under a grand. Though, that, yeah, that's under a grand a year, which is two semesters. At one of the top fashion schools. So in the 2000s. What are we saying? So like $800 a year for four years? Crazy. Like $3,000. A little over $3,000. Jeez, to go to Royal Academy. Man. But this was like 15, 16 years ago. Yeah. Bro, imagine he, paying $3,000 to study at the school of Marjola and everyone studied that. The answer six and everyone. Man. Now just that to have, possibly have uh, Walter Berendonk as like, a teacher. A yeah. teacher. And a mentor. You know, I wish I went to Vienna. Got Rassen. We were talking about last, last podcast how yeah. you met Walter. Yeah, but there's not much to talk about there, honestly. Yeah, you didn't really get to ask him a lot? Yeah, I didn't really get to, like, get questions. Like, I was asking him stuff, but I felt like he didn't want to answer it much, you know? He was more so talking himself, but he wasn't talking about nothing. He wasn't really saying nothing. Yeah. Just he's a very, like, I don't know, like, he's not weird. Like, I wouldn't describe the word weird to describe him. He's just very different. Walter? Like, he just his style? I just respect him because he knows who he is. Yeah, but he's very different. Like you look out there. That's what I'm like, saying. Like he's not trying to no be. There's no one like Walter, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not trying to be like. Nobody. I never really like he, got he deep copy. into his clothes. Like other than like you know like Raph worked with him and like you know like Antwerp Six and all that. But like he has some great. Like, I never like, got super into his designs and like the references. But I know he's like very like his designs are very like mm-hmm. referential and like he's very specific to like what he likes and he's very colorful. Very super. Yeah. But um, 
getting back to Glenn Martins, they I'm blessed to have met like him though, honestly. Yeah, that's good. Like, yeah. I wish I, I could meet Andy. I just want to meet people on better terms. Son, Andy. Yeah. Legend. If I could meet Andy Milamista, bro. I don't know what I would say there, though. I just talked about Patty Smith. She's so tired of fashion. I was <laughs> like, talking about I feel Patty like Smith, though. She's one of those things. I feel like she wouldn't want to talk about fashion at this point. What's crazy, bro? Like, her and Phobe, I think, is the two people I would like to meet. For women's designers. For women's designers. But I think there's so much more than just. They're so just designers. I'm just saying designer. You said Phobe? Phobe. Phoebe? Is it Phoebe? It's Phoebe, bro. I've always said Phobe, honestly. I've never Phoebe pronounced Philo. it Phoebe. And I've never said Phoebe. My man said Phobe. I've always Yo, pronounced it that way. Yo, you got me Let's not talk motherfucker. Yo, I said... I've said vitamins. Nah, I said, yo, vitamins. You mean clothing? Then the brand called clothing? Nah, vitamins in French means clothes. I'm trying, to pro- I'm, I'm trying to help you pronounce it better. Vitamins means clothes. So I'm about yeah. to just be like, yo, you know that brand called clothes? You gotta say the way this is Vetmont. I'm not French, my G. I'm good on that. Yeah, but you just can't. You can't be out here saying vitamins. Yeah, bro. you know what's so crazy? Just how like. Wait, you you will correct me on some Japanese shit. You know that <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So let me correct you on some shit. Too. Nah, I'm good on that. But um, uh, we were talking about Phoebe Fowler. Okay, wait. <laughs> yeah, he got me hot. But um, yeah, Phoebe Fowler. So like the fact Phoebe that she's out of Celine. I was thinking about this like yesterday. You think she'll go to Calvin? Nah. You, know, you think she's going to go to again? No. Yeah, obviously. Where's she going to go? I don't know. I feel like, like for, for people like her, they just feel like she's just going to take a break. Yeah, I mean, obviously. But I'm saying, where do you think she's, like, where could she possibly end up? I don't know if she's trying to play musical chairs right now. Like, all these designers are jumping around. Sorry, you ever noticed that most That's designers crazy. Yeah. don't last more than five years? Mm. They have a good five-year run, and then that's it. Like, you think Alessandro's gonna stay at Gucci forever? I th- he's burning out. Yeah. Real fast. Son, I don't think Alessandro will be there. No, but he's been at Gucci for. No, we can't say that. He's been at Gucci for plus 10 years plus. Yeah. He was there when, uh, what, Frida? What's her name? The last designer that was there. The I don't remember her name, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. He was there when she was there. No, nah, he was at Gucci for a while. He worked his way up. Behind the scenes. But I'm saying, um, just on the team. I don't feel like he can make it. Through another ten years, he might like make it last another five, but I feel like no, because it's all yeah. Nobody's gonna last that long with a brand that got so hype, yeah. like so quick, and then now it's known for a certain look and it's good clothes though. Yeah, but when you when you get known for like a particular like style, tra- it becomes a trend. He, it, you know, Gucci became a trend. The fucking Gucci snakes and the old I don't, th- I don't even know if Gucci's number one anymore. I know last year for a while they were number one brand. Honestly, I think they said it was all fight or some shit. Like oh, that. all fight is doing bro the numbers this man is doing i don't wear all fight but yeah. i think they said that he all fight is the biggest it's the most it's the, not the best brand world, the quarter, most popular yeah they said quarter sales wise it's the most popular brand all fight yeah because it's so hype with the kids what is it too is kids he has a lot of athletes hype. wearing it kids love hype yeah. honestly the sneaker the nike collaboration did a lot to do that, that that i think that that definitely catapulted the brand to another level even though he was already doing something you know wow man so um i want to go back to glenn martins though like i just i was specifically they have a whole thing about glenn martins so they're saying in 2013 is when he became the head of glenn um Y project glenn martins with the Y project yeah like we said yeah but the people who found the Y project was johan sir fatty and his business business partner giles 
and then they're saying that the guy who founded it died mm. and that's why he took over so did he inherit the brand well he's the creative director he doesn't okay, own it yeah. he's just basically running it but that's kind of honestly he is the fucking brand they said brand. basically the business partner yeah. was looking for a guy to run the brand like i guess bring it back into like the limelight because i never heard of white project till glenn martins went there no same here that's why i'm like oh he don't own but it son, look at this doesn't look mad marjorie my I never start like every season is something similar it's so but it's crazy how he said like when he went to Royal Academy he's like I don't know who Marjola is and then your whole yeah, he, he probably just learned it yeah throughout I remember they said but that maybe he was just talented like some people honestly they like fashion design or they just know how to draw yeah or know how to sew and but they don't know these famous designers like we would they're not studying it they just know that they could do it so when he went at some point he learned who people were just when he first went it's crazy that he went to the royal academy and he didn't know who the greats were from the school i think that actually makes him more interesting because he's not like you know he's not trying to be like someone he's not trying to be like them he he didn't go there trying to become the next marjala he didn't go there trying to be the next so and so he went there to just be glad yeah yeah so that's that's commendable on my part I like that. Son, looking at this freaking Anthrop 6 fashion book that goes for like $600. I want that. Bro, I don't even know what's I in know, it. Well, obviously we know it's the Anthrop 6. Yeah, but I'm saying but like, what exactly is in it. Just like different, like I guess like runway shows and stuff like from various members. Like all like... I just know the book is crazy. I just know it's crazy, but... It's crazy. Is Margiela in there, the seventh member? He's right there on the cover. That's the cover. That's Margiela. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, he's in the book. And he's not... How many pages is it? It's only like 224. It came out in 2007. It's fire. Damn, looking. I need that book, bro. Yo, kids. Honestly, that's type of shit I need just for the cover, though. Son, I just got to tell this to the kids. All the good ideas are in books. Mm-hmm. Buy books. Stop buying so many clothes and buy some yeah. good books. Buy some... Invest in print, man, because print is dying because people are not supporting print the way they used to. Like, back in the day when you have an article that came out, now they post a whole article online. Right, yeah, you don't even have to buy the magazine. Well, like, no, that's that. People don't even read the article no more. The, the whatever website, blog, or, uh, you know, magazine, the Twitter from them, they just give you the headline, and people run with that. That's basically what it is. The head- like people, it's the headline. It's the headline now. Because, like, people write ridiculous headlines just to, like, get attention. Yeah. And then, like, that's, that's like... That's like Travis article. Scott, a recent, where he had... Uh, is he Rolling Stone? Is that it? Which one? His recent cover that he I had. I think it was Rolling Stone. Like, he has his hair flat out. Bro. That's why... <laughs> we not about to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, they did a quote... I don't know if it's from there or from back in the day. He said some stupid shit. And they try to ram with it. And they just trying to like diss him now. Just read the fucking article. Uh, yeah, but, I don't know, but now yeah, books, man, books are very important. Like I brought today when I come came to Link Gems, I brought the Factory Records book, and I, I brought. I think like, I still some, need to look at that a little more. I brought like some old Number Nine books and. Wow, um, that shit was crazy. The O Thirty Two C Helmut Lang because I'm working on like some Helmut Lang stuff. That's all I'll say. Bringing it like I don't got it. Come on. <laughs> but um. And I got the f- I brought two with me as well. You had the Brian Calvin book. Fire. I didn't know it went up in price. That's so I, I told him the book's going for like almost $200 now. 
I'm not worth 30 bucks. I should have bought it. Every time I buy a book, I buy it retail. I it's like fine. as soon as it comes out. You know the best place to get books is Amazon. People don't even be knowing that. I think they know by now. I mean, a lot of people know, but like, I'll be buying Amazon. It's just something about buying it in person. Like, you're going to pay full retail, but it does feel good to I just... I don't pay full retail for books. It feels good to just pick it up. Yeah. I have to wait in the mail. The thing is, though, you can get mad books for the price of one if you just shop on Amazon. If a book's 60 bucks, you might you can get two books for that price on yeah, Amazon. Yeah, that's true. And they're two fire books. People just don't like the way, but if you have Prime, you get it in two days. Yeah, I got Prime. It's just fire. Yeah, I got but, Prime. But um, we were watching earlier, We Marched Other. How'd you like that movie? Uh, the subtitles is the issue. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Like there's some, cause you know I try to subtitle it myself, so. But <laughs> yeah, you did a bad job. No, it's it's I have it. It's just I had the wrong subtitles on. Um, I love it. It's just it's the parts that I can't understand. It's aggravates me. I want to know. It was cool how Sophia Pay, which was like Jenny Myron's daughter, was in it. And you had Jenny narrating some of the parts. Yeah. But, but she, like she didn't show her face. She was on camera. Martin really was She was the one telling the name of the people on the team. Vicky. Bro, shout out my babe Vicky. That's my babe. That's, yeah, that's my tabby that's mommy. That's right there. That's to my tabby mommy. I'm about that's to pull up on her. Son, so basically, <laughs> there's a lady who works sales for Marjilla. And she has like all the original tabbies from like 88, 89, like on. Crazy. And she's in Wee Marjilla and she shows a bunch of original tabbies. She's a real collector. And then I found her Instagram earlier, but I'm not about to say it because y'all about to like go blue on her. But um, yeah, she she has some like low key followers. She only has like 300 followers. But she's like. Honestly, follower count means nothing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Some of the most fucking biggest people in the industry, most important people, have. Yeah, like no problem. Close to none. I realize that it doesn't it doesn't matter. They like, got people with ten thousand followers, they ain't nobody. What I realize about follower counts is like it's like a clout mechanism. And it's like people use it to like judge you like, oh like you have ten K, like I already know you do this or you do that. Like they, it's like a pre people prejudge you based on how many followers you have. People use it like a resume. It's like a modern day resume. Yeah. Honestly I'm it good is. My, my idols ain't use those resumes, so I'm not using those resumes. See, that's the way I think about it. So. It, I, it's about your work. Like, what are you putting out? Like, but you need to show physical work. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, like me doing like the most. Instagram is physical, but that's visual. That's visual, like yeah. you know. It's like me doing the Marjola T Marjola hoodie. Like people been hitting me up like the last two days for that stuff. Mm. It's doing pretty good. Like people hit me up left and right. They want the Wee Marjola, but I'm not really giving that out. It hasn't even released in the United States yet. It premiered once at FIT, like back in April. DVD's just sitting at the crib. <laughs> yeah, nah. But um, it was cool. I mean, this is like what my third time watching it with you. I'm just waiting for the next no, one. First, pause, pause. I ain't never watched it with you before. Pause on that. This is my third time watching the movie. Period. Alright, good, good, good. <laughs> Gotta correct that real quick. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, I ain't watching movies with no dudes, you feel me? <laughs> but the next one coming out is, um... <laughs> Trey Wade. Yeah, okay. Next topic. But, um... No Compromise, which is the next one coming out, supposedly next year. Excited. And Martin's supposed to be in it. You think he's gonna show his face, though? I'm gonna be in it. Yo, get out of here, B. You blowing <laughs> minds right now. <laughs> nah, don't. About to fly out to Antwerp. Yo, you got me hot. But now, nah, um, honestly, what, what, what do you, th- how do you think it's gonna be? Honestly, what do you think it's gonna be about? This is like one of the first time where he's. Honestly, I wonder if they're gonna include the exhibition in it. That might be interesting. The palace one. 
that would be in the summer nasty in France. Tight to include in it. What about the Hermes exhibition he was doing too? That too, but I think he's more hands on with the Palace Galleria giant. Did you say you, you talked to the curator when you went to that show? Yeah, he said Martin was there that day. Jeez! Imagine. You either walk past you, you didn't even notice. I would have noticed if he was there, but I know at the time that I went, it was in the after, like evening. Matter of fact, it was probably like four o'clock or something like that. So he was there, like probably before they opened, I think, possibly. Cause he curated the exhibition himself. Co co curated. Well, you don't want to say, but, but he the like fact that he worked on it hands on yeah. and he's like styling the way he wants it to look. Yeah, he was there. I seen a video someone posted on YouTube that he just like ran through it real quick. It wasn't like everything, but it was just kind of like a glimpse. It honestly looked pretty freaking cool. Like I wish I got I'll, the book. I'll show you one more. I have the book. I'll show you all the photos I took. Yeah, I got the book though. Yeah, the I book, know, but the book that's the catalog. That's I mean, that's cool. It was cool though because I got the catalog as soon as I was there. We got the French version. I got the French version. I don't have the Rizzoli. It's on Amazon. For but I'll tell time. you how many months ago, right? You had it during the summer. No, but I hit you up months ago. I was like, yo, they're going to have a Rizzoli version. Yeah, and I pre ordered it back yeah. then. I pre ordered like. I was like, I was like yo, don't send nobody to late. Nobody yeah. knows. It's, it's Nobody knew there was going to be one. Like, I was like, yo, don't tell nobody about Son, this. Shit. I did pre order it six months ago and I had to wait until like October when it came yeah. out. Yeah. It was nuts. But, um, getting to your favorite brand, Vetements. Vetmont. Vetements. Vetmont. Clothing. Vetmont. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so Demna, so he worked at Louis Vuitton Margiela, right? Yeah. Well, he worked at Margiela first and then he. But he didn't work at Margiela when yeah, Martin Margiela was there. He already left. Yeah. So this was like maybe 09 ish? Uh, yeah, 2009 to I think 2011. And then he worked for. No, he worked there for four years. Yes. To what? 2012 maybe 12, 13 ish like 3, 4 ish years yeah 4 years so like right from 09 ish to like 2012, 2013 probably something like that okay. and then he worked for Louis Vuitton yeah because he worked what year did his brand start 2014 2014 but uh, so he worked there for 2 years that day at Louis Vuitton okay and who was leaving it was he worked with Mark. Oh, Mark Jacobs was leaving, right? Right at the end. And then Nicholas took over. Yeah. Right. That's the way it goes. Yeah, I think. That, yeah, yeah, that's it. Up yeah. Top of my head sounds right. Yeah. No, so he worked. I guess he partially worked with Mark, and then he worked with Nicholas mm. as well, yeah. which is great. He, his his. That's that's some great people to work with. Nah, yeah, he he's been around some people. Oh, I think all the people he was worked for kind of really like shaped who he is and like his aesthetic the thing is talk about really bro like how he kind of brought back that real Margiela like Martin aesthetic when his first see a lot of people is going to be against what we're saying right now like saying that he brought it back because they're going to say it was already there but limelight people excited generating a new buzz he did like bring back a feeling it's I would say feeling. I would say it's more of a, uh, yeah it's more so a feeling than bringing back something that was honestly already there I feel like they kind of got lost for a while yeah it just got it just it's like nobody was paying attention to it no more and then once he did it they're like I have the Margiela archive I have the you know I feel like that's kind of corny. I have a deconstructed shirt. Yeah, the budget, but that's kind of like I don't know. That's how fashion is nowadays. Like 
A lot of people have flex archive pieces, but they don't really know what they have. Yeah. And then people will get mad at me for like, oh, you're too smart. Like, you just want to like break down every piece, and it's like, I can't appreciate something if I don't know what I'm like wearing. It's just kind of me personally. Like, that's why I know. Like, almost everything I'm wearing, I'll tell you the story behind it. Same. Like, oh, he referenced this band or this singer or this or that. I just like to know what I have on. I don't just want to throw a random. Yeah, I don't like wearing stuff that I don't know what I'm wearing. Cause then someone will stop me. I'm saying I'm spending money on this. Everybody has some like a blank here and there, something that is not. But when I'm spending money on clothes and it's some shit that I've really been looking forward to buy, I like to know research about it. You know, because you're spending money on so why why not know what you're wearing? Kids yeah. these days just hop on hype. It's, it's the flex Instagram and then they go on grill and stuff. Like yeah. yeah. Or a week later. It, it doesn't have no closet life. That's a problem. Clothes these days, like shit that's coming out, so much being consumed, there's no closet life. Clothes are not being, you know, it's not it's not a part of their outfit. That's me. The way they dress right now is the way they're going to dress for this month. The next month, the next trend come out. Yes. They're going to dress like the yeah. next. I've, I've always been into style, not fashion. And I'm very into, like, personal style. Mm-hmm. So, like, I always try to, like, I know what I like. So, mm-hmm. when I see something, I'm like, okay, this fits what I'm trying to do. Like, I don't I don't buy something if it doesn't fit, like, how I'm trying to dress. Yeah. And that's, like, my personal style. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are like, oh, yeah, you dress cool. But it's, like, I'm just really inspired by, like, say, Takahiro or um, Shohei. I always liked um, Japanese workwear. Yeah. Kiko's very inspired by that type of stuff. We're, we were talking about earlier too how yeah. Kiko's tight I'm, I've been looking at the A6 collab oh, he's doing some new A6 he just previewed they're kind of cool I just gotta wait to see what they look like like when he actually like puts them on the runway yeah but nah he, he has a show coming up really I didn't know that he said it when he posted the new shoes yesterday I forgot when he said the new shoes new sho- what, what I, kind I, of show we talking about I don't know bro like I, I, I get lost and I don't even we keep it up with like half the shows no more I just I see the photo circulating. I was like, watch them. That's crazy. And I watch the show if I see photos start going around. But nah, yeah, I've been paying attention to Kiko since he's been at St. Martin's because I was really into Stussy. And I liked a lot of the Stussy pieces he was mm-hmm. doing. And like, I don't know, I can really see like a lot of like if you go through his Instagram, like I've been through like almost every single post. A lot of his stuff is like inspired by Jap- Japan, like uh, Japanese workwear. So like people are cleaning the streets, like a certain outfit they're wearing. Like That's cool. a lot of shit comes from inspiration from that. Like. He's very into like uniforms and like a lot of shit's all like cuts. Kind of reminds me of like the human made in a way, right? Eh, not really. But like the workwear type stuff. I mean, yeah, he was inspired by workwear, but it's a different sense. Yeah, obviously, yeah, human made is different, different. Brand. I feel like if I just like went to Japan, I would probably just stop like workers in the street and just take photos of their outfits. That would be <laughs> just to see because it's such a different element that you're gonna probably want to anyway. Yeah, but um. I wish I could just go to Japan bro, and just buy like mad archives. Like not even just to sell it, just cause like there's so much stores you could just dig through, bro. Like you see how people shop on online with proxies. Oh. So that's in person. You there. can just go to the store and just find like whatever. Like you don't have to dig, but you can just find stuff for, like. There's like some archives you can't get for cheap now. They're getting hip, so it's particular brands, but there's still steals. There's still steals out there. Bro, all the all the rap used to get for cheap back in the day. 
Not never gonna because they're so hip to it. It's, wild, wild, it's, wild, more, wild, it's wild. actually more expensive there than it is you would find it here. Son, how much did that wild, wild, wild thumb or stuff around girl? Like 50k? Nearly like 47, I think. But it's someone really and that's from Japan. I don't know. Really it says sold though. I don't know, man. You gotta show me who paid 50k for that. I wanna know. Nobody, I don't know who it is. Bro, Only girl knows. When you sold yours, them shits was going for like what, like 10k, 5k? No, they're going for way less than that. It was under 5k. Damn. So how do they go from 5k to 50k? For a jacket. Listen, that. I wanna know. Son, anyone spending 50k on a jacket, you better have like a million People dollars. set their own price. One person set a price, and they probably. Because since it's so rare, people can set their own price. Because. That's kind of how many, it works There's not is. many over. Yeah, there's not many more to come after it. So it's like, okay, this is 50k. Does anybody else have one? No. Okay, this is the price. I kind of hate that because people do that with those number nine cargos, the hybrids mm-hmm. from 05. Yeah, well, they used to be, what, $300 oh, a few son. years ago? They were going for $100, $200. Wow. So when I seen Barley with them in 2015, at our he had a pair, and like, we were talking about them in person, and he was wearing them, he paid 250 This was 2015. Wait, so this, uh, we mentioned this, actually, in the last Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah you I'm me saying just like the, the price, price went up. That's crazy. Now they're like 3k and I just want to wear a pair. But I'm not paying 3k for those. I mean they have like the... The uh, fact that they went up to... I just don't have an explanation for none of this shit. Honestly. I don't see... I don't see the quality don't get any better. The thing is, it's like people make their own prices. So it's like some shit's rare and no, people just... They just follow. Yeah, they just follow. So it's like everyone's wearing this one piece we're just gonna jack the price up. And it's like, hey, why not make as much money as I can now? If they're selling it, I'm gonna put it that way. And then it just becomes the price. I think Jap- Japanese can, like, uh, sellers are starting to catch up to that, though. They've been. Like, they, got, yeah. they got hip, though. They got so hip to it. I think they started paying attention to growth and now you even go on the Japanese website and they're the same price. What's crazy it's was? Not, but you still get deals, though. You just... You just gotta know how to you shop. You gotta know how to dig. You gotta be lucky too. Um, bro, the homie had bought a poltergeist sweater for like fifty bucks, like maybe like three or four years ago. Fuck. Crazy. That's, I don't know how the fuck that happened. <laughs> this kid in uh, Canada, Emerick. Like never saw that shit. Fifth? What's his name? Emerick. Wow. Yeah, it is. Yo, when I was we were talking about back in the day, um. People who were wearing the Ralph Simmons spring summer 2013. I remember it. I I don't really. I'm not saying I was friends with him, but we followed each other back in the day. I talked to him all the time. And then he had the spring summer 2013 sneakers the same way I did back in the day. So yeah. I, that's what I remember. That's the only thing I remember him from, though. That he had the Ralph Simmons. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, he has like some like random like face tats and stuff. He just but he did stick and poke. When we was at the bar earlier, I was thinking about I was gonna mention I didn't know his name but that's who I was thinking about when I was like there was a small like a small group of people who was wearing those A6 Ralph Simmons collaboration yeah a couple like yeah, he has some archive shit. Just I, don't, I don't think he has them anymore, though. No, 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 he's not on that. He wears, like, Kiko and stuff now. He's, like, uh, his swag is different. And he wears, like, a lot of Prada and, like, a bunch of, like, other different stuff. Like, like kind of not workwear, but, like, technical, like, cold weather jackets. Because he lives in Canada. But, nah, that was, like, one of my first yeah. friends on the internet. And, like, we used to talk a lot. And we talk about Raph and, like, all this stuff. And, like, he was, was telling me. last time y'all talked, though? Bro, years ago. Like, uh, 2013, 2014. Yeah, that's like the last. Th- that's when the sneakers were. Maybe five years ago. Yeah. Maybe 2014. Maybe four years ago. 
I'll talk to him in a minute, bro. But now, yeah, I see he's doing tattoos now, and he was doing sticking pokes, and he got really famous for that. And then, like, now he's uh, doing bygone like tattoos. And so, like, he's still into clothes, but I just always remember that poltergeist story when he told me that. Like, he literally showed me it. I'm like, it's crazy to see prices go up, bro. But I mean, if you got money, like, this, it's nothing to you. I just want to wear this stuff, bro. And, like, I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how, like, Gems Museum, like, imagine me, I could just start my own little archive, just not even sell it, just to, like, show yeah. off and, like, teach people the history behind certain clothes. That's really what, like, what, tr- what I mean, that's me. the funnest part about it. Learning the references. Is and the history learning the ref- Like, learning the references and having pieces where you could. That's why I want to do an exhibition one day. Of a laugh or everything? Everything. I don't just. I love Ross Simmons, but he's not. I like other designers. Yeah. Like, Who else would you include? Marjala, obviously. I feel like I need to get more deep into that shit. Marjala, fucking. Helmet Lang is so interesting. Like, remember we was talking about how they're unconventional. Yeah. Like him and Marjala. The thing about. You know what I like about Helmet Lang was a lot of it was inspired by like, military clothes. I'm well, super inspired by military clothes. Yeah. But the fact that he had no formal fashion training. Just raw, like raw talent. He just had it, bro. I think he's a sculptor now. Mm. So he's still around. He has an Instagram, bro. So yeah, we were talking about that last time. Yeah, you actually sent me that. I didn't. I had no idea. His Instagram was mad low key. Mad quiet. That was really him. Yeah. I, I know, it was hard to believe at first. You're like, I comment on his photos. He, re- he replied before. I just seen the people who follow him and who reply. I'm like, these are industry people. Like this okay, has to be him. Yeah, yeah, like this has to be him. Because they're, like, replying and saying, great, oh, this was great, blah, blah, blah. So. Yo, he, he was talking shit about the re-edition recently. I didn't see that. I need to see it, though. Yeah, he was talking shit. Was I like, wouldn't like it either. He was like, you guys are regurgitating all this shit. He was like, just give it away. And the rest. fact that he can't do nothing in fashion with his name now, because he sold his name. Yeah, he literally sold the name. Like, that's why he's a sculptor now. He can't go back to fashion. I, I know he don't like that shit. He regrets it. He doesn't want to, though. I know, but he would prefer to have his name. Is in a way, bro, it's like when you when you like sign up for these big fashion brands and then you sell part of your company. So I'm gonna sell your soul, you, yeah. Sell your soul, bro. Yeah. Not like in a beverage way, but it's like they literally own you, like a record contract, or whatever. It's like once you sign those contracts, bro, like they literally own your whole image. And not just that, when they partner up with these big, you know, these conglomerates, bigger conglomerates, it just takes away the fun for them because they don't care about making money because you know the main two people that walked away from this shit without a fucking question they didn't even look back it was Helmet and Martin they're super similar bro because they were colliding with their new owners like who are more yeah yeah, a higher percentage of their brand yeah I feel like when OTB bought Margiela and when Prada bought Helmet Lang it just gave them they both went downhill Kind of, but it just—I feel like they just became so unhappy with their work. After it's that. funny because both they—they were literally born a year apart. They both retired around the same time, like a couple years apart again. Similar amount of years. Similar amount of years in the industry. He left a little earlier, but he started in '86 compared to Marjola. '88. Yeah, and then Marjola left, like you said, like so early, he seven or nine. No one knows exactly the year, but yeah. So. Helmet quit. Both of them did about 20 years in the game. Mm-hmm. About 20 years. They had like that legendary 20 year span each. They both 
Sold the company, got unhappy, and was like, yo, I'm out. Sold their whole shares, got their money. Crazy. How about Lang became a sculptor, Marjola is a painter. I don't know if he's still painting. I don't even know if he does shows. I don't, think, I don't know if he's ever done. There's no... I talked to someone from Belgium. Gallery, like... I talked to someone from Belgium on Grove, and he was selling like, a lot of his original paintings. And, like, I don't know, it's hard to tell if they're really from him, though. It said, like, Martin Marshall on the back of someone, but it's like, anyone can just write that. Yeah, like, we don't really know his actual signature. So, um... I don't even know his voice. I know what you're talking about. But, yeah, I've never heard him speak. Well, because he... There's nothing there. That's kind of crazy. It was cool how he, like, deliberately avoided press. Like, the end of the show, like, you know, you expand a collection or a reference or this or that, trying to get a little breakdown. Mm-hmm. He would deliberately just be like, nah, I'm good. I feel like it's crazy, bro, because, like, no one's trying to do that. That's it, cold. Like, you know, in a way, Marjola always reminded me of skating. Where, like, they let, they let the work speak for themselves. No, but he had an interview. Skating. Yeah, but it's just the idea of that, that, like, studio. that like, yeah, was really that, yeah, yeah, but he changed his voice, yeah. yeah. Also, like, Banksy shit. What the fuck is yeah. that? Yeah. That was what's kind of retarded. He's just like, these people are just such good creatives. Cool. He looks like you're cool. That skate thing is the martial of Japanese, because, well, skate thing touched every I'll single I'll say what he did with Cat Vamp is, it was something, it had a moment. When it first started. Yeah, I don't now, know about it now, they had crazy pieces. I was trying to tell someone that like they're kind of like, a little bit too repetitive, and they're like, "Well, that's the whole point of a brand to have an aesthetic." And I'm like, "There's a difference between being repetitive and having an aesthetic. An aesthetic is yeah, having a certain think style." About, that's we're talking about skate thing. Like, to me, he's he's repetitive for a reason. Yeah, it's just I, just, I don't care. He's not trying to be. He's not trying to be different. He, he's just trying to be him. He he just makes what he wants. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's, it's and he's not, able to he's able to do it every season. The thing Somebody's is, the, buying. the thing is, the dude Toby Fatwell, who's his partner, yeah, used to work with BBC. Babe. He was actually like a lawyer. Like, there's just like some real like OG like players that really like helped change the game, and they just came together and was like, let's do our own brand. Like, really, what Cap did, and it's like you know, caveat emptor, and it's like it's some real like it's some like futuristic graphics. Um. They did this one gold sale where he just like did like the best pieces of Kevin. I didn't see that. Yeah, a little while back. It was like a grade one hundred with them. But with Kevin, not with Kevin himself, with a seller. Okay. It was kind of cool because like it's some pieces I've never seen before, like some rare stuff. Because a lot of the stuff there's there's a few uh, they like they do a few technical pieces that look like Isi Miyaki was like uh, a bomber they did and a, and a vest that my boy Malik has you know you know I'm 1000 master oh yeah Malik shout out Malik yeah, shout out boy I never met him but good people he hit me when he was down here in Florida bet, bet you he ain't linked with you <laughs> yeah why you disappearing son why you talk why you throwing shots at your man's like that that's my boy that's my boy right now yeah he's good people now he just hit me but um yeah getting back on topic What's the whole story behind Raph's mom and Martin's mom being friends? Crazy. That's some crazy the shit. The fact that nobody really knows about Son, that. Son, Gems, you put me on. Yeah. Son, Raph's and his mom and Martin Margiela's mom are best friends. How does that make sense, bro? Yeah, no, because his, his mother was trying to find a mutual friend who also had a son in the industry that's a designer. So out of all the mothers in the in that you could have found... In Belgium. She befriended Martin Marjala's mother. I wonder if her, if Martin Marjala's mother's still alive. Because 
when I found out about this and when he mentioned it, this was around 2012, I'd say. Well, Marjo's in his 60s, so his mom would might be 80 or 90. She has to be older. She Probably she already. Young. She might be already gone, bro. I don't know, I'm not going to risk that. Yeah, yeah, But, um, I think it's interesting. Where was that interview from? Fantastic, man. For what year? Let's see what year is it's a fantastic man, Raph. Oh no! I feel that's like 2012. Okay, yeah. Something like that. 2011. I was close. Yeah, way before that. Yeah, so this is this is old at this point. Seven years. Yeah. So I'm not. She might not be alive no more, bro. Anyway, but we're talking when this was yeah, yeah, yeah but that's still a crazy ass story that and, and then he had several times where he hung out with martin they grabbed coffee together they actually hang out and their mutuals like the fact that martin respected him i wonder what their discussions were about but he said martin was extreme i don't know why i wonder what he's extreme about like your old boy aaron over here they on some aaron shit where this motherfucker <laughs> just goes off <laughs> Rambles for an hour about some Japanese shit that no one cares about. <laughs> I feel like pe- that's the thing. That's why people listen to your podcast because people actually do care about it. I'll be feeling like no one cares, but in a way, boy, it's like it's annoying because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you like my podcast, buy my clothes, support me, help me yeah. get to where I need to be so I can do runway shows. That's one thing, yo. If you fuck with the podcast, you gotta support it also. Son. Go out there and support the my stuff out. I just did. It's kind of crazy, bro. Like, the reference is really crazy. Even if it takes time to get to where you want it to be. The thing is, I'm fine. I'm trying to do runway shows. I'm about to be 24 next month. The goal by 30 is to do runway shows. Because most of my idols, like Margella, how my, most of them were like 30 when they started runway shows. This is the thing. The internet, they make success look like overnight. Yo, some of your favorite designers were grinding it out. On a design team, not unhappy with their life, didn't have a breakthrough until 28. You know, it's, it's, this is not no, if you really want to make something happen in yourself, you got to continue. You got to continue doing it. You got to believe in yourself. You got to keep working the, towards it. What's the quote people say? That like, life is a marathon, not a sprint? Yeah. Facts. True. It's, it's factual. Big Fendi. Yeah, now. Nah, um, that my man Samuel Jackson. <laughs> His first movie, he was like already 40 years old. Yeah, on some crazy shit. It wasn't like Jay-Z's first time at 27? 26. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that was his life like in that album. Yeah, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he lived a full life. Don't ever let no one rush your process. Nah. Uh, I feel like don't sit and, there. And, and, and don't measure your success to somebody else's success. Don't don't look at, yo, this guy's doing so well. And then look at age. And then you look at your age and you got the same age, but he's doing better than you. He came up because he found a way to get it. His his path to success is not the same as yours. You know? Yeah, no two people are gonna be alike. None. That's why you ask someone. You can ask advice, but that advice that they're giving you, it might not apply first, to you. Yeah, don't apply to you. Sometimes, once in the blue, but it's personal to them the way they made it, the way they came up. I'm I'm not gonna lie though. I really get a lot of inspiration from me personally from like reading old interviews, mm-hmm. and like I'll relate to like one or two things someone says, and it might hit me a certain way, and I get goosebumps. Like, oh wow. What like, I need is yeah. I'm saying just need those one or two things to be like wow. Yeah. I could relate to that. Cause I'm very into like learning about like the story behind certain creatives, like a musician or a designer, this or that, like people that inspire me, and I'm like, I want to hear like like 
not so that I could copy like and be like, oh, I gotta do this, this to get to where I need to be. It's just kind of for like motivation. Like, okay, they went through this, this, and this in their life, and they ended up at this point. So, you know what I'm saying? I just gotta keep going, and hopefully, like, it's gonna work out. But I know it's gonna work out, bro, because sometimes I'll be feeling like life's already, like, planned out. That everything's gonna happen when it's meant to happen. Yeah. Like, I feel like 2019, like, shit really about to change for me, bro. Like, this Marjolo stuff's like a good way to end off the year. Because, um,. And I already see what you got planned for next year. What yeah, kind man. Of I'm not slowing down, For bro. the first quarter. My whole thing, though, is, like, I really feel like if I had... Like, if I could make anything I wanted to make, I could do it on shows tomorrow. But I'm not ready for that, bro. No, nah, honestly, I don't think you're ready for that now, neither. No, nah, I, I think I got enough ideas, ideas for it. Of course, ideas, but to, ex- to execute it right now, I would... Yeah, the same way we're talking about take your time, take your time. Yeah, I, I want to do a one-way show tomorrow, even if I have the money, the resources. I'm just saying, like, I think I got enough ideas written down to where like, I could probably do something. But for me to, like, come off at the right time and really elevate and take the brand to the next level, I have the next five years, I got to, like, get all, everything together. Get my cutting so ready, which is, like, this upcoming year. I'm going to try to really probably move to, hopefully you yeah. move to New York. I move to New York, you know what I'm saying? We can get up there and start doing some stuff. Um, it's about to be crazy, 2019. Yeah. Nah, but you always use money. If money was not. I'm saying if money meant nothing. I don't think. I don't think people would be striving so hard. Yeah. But um. If nothing would mean nothing. Um, we were watching earlier the McQueen documentary. Just called McQueen. Mm-hmm. But um, it came out what this year, right? Yeah. It came out earlier. Yeah, this during year. summer. But we were watching it. It was crazy how like. McQueen was wearing one of the Marjola AIDS tees. Crazy, and he had HIV. And I never knew until I watched that movie. And, like, McQueen's actually the first designer that but really inspired me. the fact that he knew he had it when he wore it, I wonder what is there meaning. It, it had to be a meaning. He story. knew what he was wearing, bro. Yeah. Like, he was wearing it for a reason. He was sending a message. Also, like, yo, like, protect and yourself. And he was in a picture with his parents. That's a crazy photo. And I've never seen that photo besides that documentary. No, I tried to, as soon as I, because I was on a flight when I first seen it. I was flying, I was flying in uh, Delta, and I seen it twice because I had a connected flight, so I just watched it twice. And I'm like, this picture. I try to find it on Google. I, it doesn't pop up. It's not. I think it's like a family photo. Yeah. It's probably like a private photo. Fr- yeah, his sister and nephew or something. They the one who showed it in the documentary. That's crazy. Well, I went to the Marjola store um, a couple weeks ago during Art Basel. In Miami? Yeah, and they redid the AIDS season this season. And it, they came out pretty cool. I forgot what they Did had. Did you see the, the, the Carmen de Garcons collaboration? Yeah. They turned it to a long sleeve? Yeah. Those, it's kind of tight. Those are cool. They had that. They did the AIDS tees where it's like the AIDS on the chest, mm-hmm. like the, you know, the shape. I want to buy it. And then they had like the, the sleeves. It's cool. Japan only do that thing. Like DS, the Double Street Market exclusive. Yeah, I think so. So you can't get it in the market. But not that. I see some of like the old ones go for cheap on girl. I might just pick up one of those just to like frame it one day. After this, I'm gonna teach you the ones to get because you want to get a Miss Diana one, right? Like a real vintage. Just like you used to do a network for them. Yeah, but you wanna? Do you want one of those? You don't want to. What's the difference? I'm saying I would prefer. Like to a post modern one or a pre modern one. Yeah, I don't want to get a a post martin i want to get it no yeah i definitely want like a martin era one but i'm saying like i don't really care what size it is i'll probably just frame it and i'll go color that's the color i like so but you don't care the size just for you to frame it yeah i don't think i would want to wear one of those i would just want to like in my house one day i think it's kind of cool 
No, because I know how to spot the vintage ones. Yeah. Versus the recent. Mm-hmm. Even though a lot of those are probably Margiela era, like when he was there. Mm-hmm. But you could tell t-shirt you know where it says t-shirt at Weezer? you know where it says t-shirt yeah the old ones have the uh what you call that sign with the t-shirt I don't know. like the dash the dash that's it that's the word. i don't know what you're trying to say word. but no but like when you spell t-shirt and you put the dash t-shirt yeah dash the the recent ones from like 2005 and up or something like that they don't have it but the old OG ones from like the 90s didn't they start in the late 90s no I'm saying but when you see that that slash in mm-hmm. between the t-shirt that's how you know it's an old one okay yeah we're gonna look into this because the recent yeah the recent ones they took that out Five. like when I went to the gallery I mean to the um exhibition they had you know the OG ones and see it the dash is there they had a bunch of colors no they had a silver I think yeah yeah they had a bunch of ones but the one I was looking at was the uh gray and silver you know what I like it was like in the glass though you know what I like about stuff like that bro it's like you're using a t-shirt as like a canvas mm-hmm. it's like more like you literally like taking a t-shirt and like stretching it to where it's more than just a t-shirt like you could like I said you could literally frame it it's like art it's a meaningful shirt yeah like AIDS awareness I wonder if like and they did it yearly like you gotta plug what that. was the reason they did those shirts is it because someone Martin knew died from AIDS or something or that's that's something that I don't know that'd be crazy might have like someone because it's it, they started what 90 I think they started doing that like 95 or it was something like, like, like mid like 90s it had to be like 95 I wonder if there was at that time in fashion or just in the world was there probably a big movement maybe because when Keith and all them died from AIDS and all that stuff that was like the 80s yeah that was because what I'm saying so I wonder if like they were inspired by all that like seeing all these amazing people mm. dying young and then they're like well let's do a tribute to that you know Martin was always referencing a bunch of crazy stuff mm. that's that's something I need to look up we'll, we'll find out that'd be crazy but you're not has to be a whole story behind it can't yeah. be random but then again, like I said, we don't know if at that time they was doing, it was a big movement at the moment. Yeah. Those shirts were popular since they first came out, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how popular they are these days. I don't really see nobody wearing them. I don't know I've ever seen one ever wear them. Besides, like, my collectors. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't see people wearing it. I don't think they show you wear even though you can't wear it's it. It's cool, nah. I, I think mean, it's more like an art piece. I've seen people wear it, like celebrities, they wear it, and they wear it with like gats or something, but I feel like that's the stylist putting it on to a celebrity client. It's not like they know about it and put it on. Yeah, bro. To be honest, I feel like if you got a stylist, you can't dress, bro. <laughs> if you can't dress yourself, like you gotta hire someone to dress you. That just means you don't have a personality. <laughs> yeah. That's what it basically means. Like dressing is personality, so if That's you're like not ex- personal style. Honestly, I feel no. Maybe I'll take that back. Some people have a good personality. They just don't know how to express it in clothes. And they don't know what fits them. Yeah, no, but they, they also don't know that exp- it's because it, your style is your expression. So some people just don't type. know. Like certain things are much like better. Like there, there might be some people out there who didn't know, and then they got a stylist, and then their stylist told them. But it, you're. It's like sunning yourself in a way. I mean, gen- generally, 
like the people if you have a stylist, bro, I've never really seen someone with stylist dress good. And if they do dress good, yeah, the stylists be dressing horrible these days. Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> who's your favorite stylist? I, I think I know who you're gonna say. Who? You showed you posted this picture the other day. Don't say the name, bro. On Instagram, no, go ahead, tell people. My favorite stylist is Steven Man. Oh, you know that is me. Nah, I don't. Work with Kiko. Wow. He used to do like inventory magazine and like. He works with Gimme Five in London, like some crazy British dude. He looks like Jesus. He used to be part of like, you remember yeah. Sufu? Uh-huh. He was like Sufu Jesus. Wow. He, his style is crazy. He wears like a lot of New Balance, and, like runners, a lot of solos. Like. I'm saying one of my favorite styles is Olivier Rizzo, so. Yeah. That's you thought I was going to say? No, I think he's going to say somebody else. Or, yeah, nah, Steven, Steven Man is definitely like, in my opinion, my first style is all fine. I dropped my phone. Yeah. Where's that? Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, um, Steven Man just has a crazy style. He did like magazines. Oh, I think he had to work for like, you ever seen Arteric Valence? They're like a North Face. Mm-hmm. Another type of one of those brands. So what he did with that? I think he worked with them for a while. Like he's just like super work. He worked with Sony. He does the, he's done a lot of stuff. He's doing a lot of stuff with Kiko now. Like he's the dude who styles all Kiko stuff. Uh-huh. Like all, like I think most of the shows he styles. I'm gonna tell you what they use go bad shit. Well, which stylist? Yeah. I'm gonna go look it up real quick. I'm trying to think who else I like. I guess really like the only stylist I actually like could like really care about. Cause most people that say they're stylists aren't really stylists, bro. They just buy people fancy clothes. Nah, cause I thought you were gonna say, uh, how do you say panos, panos? Yeah, because you just posted them the other day. Nah, chill, man. <laughs> yeah, nah. Well, you trying to be low-key? Yeah, nah. Pinos is cool. We can definitely shout out Pinos. Um, I, like, I just... My that's favorite, what I thought you going to say. That's not that's my favorite like, stylist, though. I, like, I just... The only stuff I like that he did was the stuff for Ricardo T-shirt. He was paying homage. Yeah, I like that he was wearing the right, right, right. The shirt I that think that was the first stylist to style himself in... Ralph. And no, in that magazine, I think that was for ID or Days. He worked. He worked for like all his magazines. Yeah, no, but he was the first. There's no stylist who also modeled, and then like he's a model also, yeah. Yeah, like no, but it's crazy. He's the he was the first one at that in that magazine though. I don't know for other magazines. I forgot what magazine that was for. I think it's for ID or Days. One of those. I think he used to do a lot of stuff for like Arena Home Plus too. Yeah, I think he still does. It's I don't even know what he's doing. I just like that one shirt. That he was wearing the free freedom my that's fit was crazy the west memphis three i think it was called with the riot bomber yeah but the t-shirt he's wearing yeah, that, but that whole fit is nuts son he's fire. But he's mad gothic like that's his style but um nah yeah steven man is definitely to me best dressed stylist on the planet in my opinion like for me and like i just relate to like a lot of his fits he's very into like soloists like his soloist collection is Dude has like multiples of like everything that's good. And See, that's he, probably why. That's why you like them, cause not, not, I'm not. No, it's like a related. Like you like what they wear. Well, you know, he wears a lot of visible. And you wear, too. He probably wear shit that you want to wear, right? Uh, kind of sometimes. So like, he's your stylist. He's you a son. Yeah, <laughs> I'm his son. You're a son now, boy. Nah, um, Steven Man just has crazy style, bro. And like, I like the way, like, you know, like I like rock and roll, so like I like like the whole long hair thing. Yeah. He is like he has like long hair, so like the whole his just this whole look. Like I imagine me wearing a lot of stuff, so I relate to it a lot. 
So that's how I like the stuff he's doing with Kiko. He's been with Kiko, I think, since he was at St. Martin's. So it's Yo, like... Yo, brothers, be styling Chris Brown and these motherfuckers. Y'all need to get fired. Yo, son, we're not even going to talk about that. Okay, fine. That's not a real stylist, bro. It doesn't count. I'm just putting it he's out there. He's getting paid to put them in, like, expensive clothes. Just put it out there. I feel like back in the day, they was just getting pictures of Tumblr and say, yo, let me go to Melrose, buy that same shit, and then put it on those guys. I don't know, man. There's very few people I know that's like real, genuine style. Like, everyone just be trying to wear whatever's hot at the moment. And I never really was into all that. Like, you gotta wear what you really believe fits and looks good on you. A lot of people don't know, though. A lot of people, like, I think, think they have style, but they don't have style. Like, they think just wearing whatever's hot at the moment no, is style. a lot of people think they have style, but they biting style, but we're not going to get into that. Yeah, no, we're not throwing no shots. We just <laughs> talking about it in general. <laughs> nah, but, um, <laughs> what it is, it's just really, like... You know who I'm talking to. Yeah, this man's well. <laughs> got me hot. But, nah, he, you know, uh, you Basically, yeah, not. Nah, it's just you know what I'm trying to say, bro. It's like people think just wearing whatever's hot in the moment, like that's style. That's not style, bro. Like you're not just gonna wear it's what I'm trend. Though. Yeah, it's a difference, bro. It's like personal styles. Like I keep saying, it's like whatever looks good on you, what you're into. Like I'm super into number nine, so you might see me wearing number nine ninety percent of the time. And it's like you I see wear that? number eight. Oh, you see, see, <laughs> yeah. What did what did sex symbol say? A on number seven. I don't even know what that means, but. Uh, I don't know what that means. Yeah, he, t- he, he might be like top Yeah, what you think about the Louis Vuitton Stranger Things shirt? It never dropped, did it? I look he wanted to buy it. The Virgil shit? No, this is before Virgil. So Kim this Jones. is old. Yeah, Kim Jones. He did the Louis Vuitton Stranger Things. i never seen it come it in. It just says Louis Vuitton by the Stranger Things font? No, it just says it's a Stranger Things graphic. Just a graphic t-shirt. But it's I never Louis watched Tom. that show, bro. It's crazy. I don't School? know why. Just get into it. I don't it. watch TV, bro. You have Netflix, though. I don't watch TV, bro. You have Netflix. I don't. Netflix is not TV. Netflix I don't really Netflix. watch Netflix. Because you don't got no host. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> you're not going to go there, bro. Yeah, we're not going there. But, I mean, yeah, we probably must. Um, my boy Aaron has some joints sucking on his neck earlier. Anyway. What? <laughs> this guy. Nah, I'm. Um, you like a leech. What? I mean, I pretty much asked you everything I want to ask you because we're going to keep doing this in parts. Yeah. Um. One of the only last things I really want to talk about is there's not really no good fashion schools in America, bro. Yeah, that's something we need to... No, there is. No, let's not say that. There is good fashion schools in America, but there's not a... The way the Royal Academy has it. Well, it's not good, bro. Central St. Martin's Because they haven't made them. Central St. Martin's has... They produce some great designers. Fucking people from Parsons and FIT. There's no... I mean, you can say Rick Owens. Stay in LA. Yeah, he went to Parsons, right? He went to Parsons, and I think he went to some college named like Otis or something like that. Yeah. But his his come up's different, though. And then he went to, he knocked off patterns, and then he went to Paris. Him knocking off patterns, and the way he was learning how to do shit, and then Michelle. Shout out Michelle, I met her a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I'm tired. Son, she better the day before. No, a few days before, I think. No, it was the day before, right? The day before, really? yeah. I met her the, the first day of Basel. Like uh, that Wednesday. I wasn't there yet. Uh, it was like the first week of December. Nah, um. Motherfucker, bitch. What happened was, 
we kept me and my man kept saying shout out to Dylan. She ain't linked with me. It was, it was me and Dylan. We went to this Lower East Coast party. Shout you don't want to link and build with me? The fuck? Nah, that's what happened, bro. So we in design this We walking around. We got a bunch of stores. We went to this flight club pop up. We come out of the flight club. We met these two kids that were like chrome, having like chrome hearts rings. We were talking about rings because I was wearing the Cody rings. Mm-hmm. And then they were, they were wearing like straight Rick. Rick with chrome hearts. They were like going crazy. Yo, head to toe Rick Owens is not a flex anymore. Yeah, but they were wearing head to toe Rick with uh, some chrome hearts rings. So we were talking about the rings for like half an hour. I go outside and me and Dylan was like, oh, like our battle was kind of like a dub. Like ain't really like nothing too much going on. And then we literally the whole week kept seeing like that Michelle was out here. And we're like, yeah, like it'd be cool to meet Michelle and Rick. Because like, I don't really like their clothes like that. Like, I admire it. But I'm not like it's not my style. But I'm really into the furniture. I think Step on that show that she had. What show? She said to pull up. Bro, how are you getting too early into the story, bro? I didn't even get there. Sorry. So then, nah, basically yeah. what happened was we walk out Fight Club, bro. Her big body Uber literally dropped her off in front of us. And then I'm walking and then I'm really like just in shock. Because, like, you know, I get starstruck, but, like, I do like, like, Michelle Lamy and Rick Owens a lot. So, like, I just literally, like, I'm across the street, staring at her. She was going to, like, some club from across the street I'm looking. She was going, they wouldn't let her in. They, like, they didn't know who she was. They're like, nah, B, you're not valid here. And I was like, nah, you're really violating. So then, after, like, 10 minutes, I walk across the street, and I'm just, like, standing near, like, that, like, the club or, like, space bar or whatever it was. And I'm just chilling. So then she's waiting outside, and after, like, a good 10 minutes, she kind of just, like, turns around. There's no one there besides me and Dylan. So she kind of like, turns around and just looks at us and smiles. And I was like, hey, Michelle, like, I just want to say hi. Like, I designed clothes. I was wearing the Margiela shirt at the time. So I showed it to her, and I was like, I designed I clothes. I said, this motherfucker. Nah, so this is what happened, right? So I'm like, I'm like, yo, um, I'm really inspired by your furniture. Like, I really told her, like, I didn't even say anything about the clothes. I'm like, I'm really inspired by your furniture. I was like, I don't furniture and stuff one day. I was like... Uh, I was like, how you been? This and I just Honestly, like, she's like the driver for city furniture anyway, so that was a good... So I just started like, chopping it up with her, like, yeah, like, I really like what you're doing, but I wasn't, like, trying to, like, really be on her like that. I just like, gonna fuck you up after years this year. Yeah, it was just, like, a genuine fan. So then yeah. she was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Like, how you been? Like, the accent, like, though. Like, nice to meet you. So she had a crazy accent. French accent. Oh, bro, she, terrible, bro. Son, she could barely speak English. Yeah, it's horrible. She, she was sounding like Nigo. Like, and New York history English. Like, her accent was wild. Dude. So then, um, we're just chopping it up, and then I took a photo with her. And she kind of like turned sideways during the photo. It was weird, bro. Like, she didn't want to pose. Like, she did some like weird pose. So then Dylan was mad nervous. His hands were shaking. Like, he couldn't take a good photo. Yeah. So then, um, we chopped it up. And then did I showed. Did you know who that was, though? Yeah. Okay. So then I showed, um, Michelle, my Cody rings, and I told her how much like I like her jewelry, and she showed me her rings. So she had like the top of her fingers painted black, and she looked like she honestly looks like a witch, but she's a nice witch. She colors her whole finger, right? Yeah, she yeah. she looks mad, like on some like a cold, like crazy, like. But she's she's def- different shit, but but she I don't really think she's really like on that like dark stuff. You don't fucking know. I don't think so, but she, she, she was mad nice. She lives a free life, though. That's all I'm saying. And then I asked her where Rick was last question, and then she was like, well, you know, it's hard to get him out of Perry. And then like, she said I have the accent, and I was like, oh, yeah, she snapped on me. And then I think what happened was I showed her, like, that I made clothes. I showed her the Bowie business card, and she's like, Bowie? She's like, of course I know who Bowie is. And I was like, 
you know the vibes. And then I was like, yeah, we out. But I just didn't want to bother her. So I was like, all right, thank you so much. Nice to meet you. And then, like, the last thing she said was like, oh, you like my furniture? Pull up to the furniture exhibition. She didn't know how to speak English, bro. So you you should have Googled it. You, son, you felt that. Son, this is what she did. I said, she's like, she's like, 3400 Fine Art Building. And I was like, Oh yeah, I definitely know what that is. <laughs> and then Yo, all you have to do is Google search that so shit. She said a fine art building. That what what could that possibly have been? A building with fine art in it. She was like, Oh you know, across from the parking garage, that building you go there, then I'm gonna be inside, you come say hi tomorrow. I'm like Then don't tell me that shit was next to Alchemist or some shit. I don't know where the hell it was. But like the people from uh Crumb Hearts kept pulling up. Like the wife. Like, she's, like, super friends with her. But, I mean, it was cool, bro. I think we found the flyer or, like, found out where it was a few days after. Like, after the fact, after she, like, left? No, no, no. The day of the Soho Beach House shit. Remember Sunday. She had something going on there. No, Helmut Lang. Helmut Lang was showing up, but you know he wasn't in Miami. Remember yeah, his art was there. Yeah, his art was there. I don't know where it was, though, but I would have totally checked that shit out. So, like, his sculptures, probably? I'm super big on the sculptures, but... So, I can't believe he burned his archives to, like make half that shit so if half of the shit burned it burnt in a fire originally yeah, like no, we still have and then he took the rest and was like oh yeah. like I'm getting rid of it B so like that's why his shit's worth so much money now cause it's like it's so rare but yeah um this is part two so what, anything else you wanna say bro cause we're just gonna keep dropping them in segments um I did wanna say a quote say it bro Trey Yo, what's wrong with you, bro? Like, this man loves six nine, bro. He be acting like he about That's to go bail out six nine. You out here building up that bail package? Nah, I'm fucking six nine. I mean, it's still free six nine. I ain't got no beef with him. So, but um, yeah, this is part two. Samples Vision Radio, episode sixteen. Got the homie Gems. We are uh, just gonna keep it going. <laughs>